Festive Fright Fest. That ain't done nothing naughty, naughty. All the other ones, all the naughty ones, he punishes. What about you, boy? You've been good all year. Close tonight, you better run for it. You better run for your life. Cheers. Cheers. Well, hello. Uh, welcome to a new episode of Two Geeks, Two Beers, and a Laptop. Welcome, in fact, to the final episode of the show. Wow. For 2016. <laughs> Psych. Uh, yeah. No, of course, we will be back uh, next year with more uh, geeky gabbling. I mean, it's been a bad year all round, but at least Two Geeks is <laughs> two still Two Geeks around. is still going on yeah. strong into 2017. Yeah. No, we wouldn't want to disappoint our tens of listeners <laughs> by, uh, by shutting up shop. Uh, as you mentioned, though, 2016 has been... A bit of a horror, which is appropriate. Um, Segway. <laughs> because we... Uh, seamless segue. Because yeah. we missed our spot for yeah. a Halloween episode this year. Last year, of course, we did uh, an episode where we delved into two of my favourite... Halloween. Uh, yeah, Halloween and Friday the 13th, yeah. two of my favourite slasher movie uh, franchises. And we had something rather ambitious, <laughs> I think it's fair to say, planned for this year's Halloween episode. We'll save it, we'll save it. No, yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it was, just in case we do it next year. Um... Suffice to say, we may have been overambitious, uh, given the time frame. Yeah. Uh, so, but given that we did enjoy doing the Halloween episode last year, really enjoyed doing the Christmas mm. episode last year, and of course it's uh, the festive season, mm-hmm. so we thought we would... Uh, fuse. <laughs> we would fuse the two, a festive fusion, if you like. Uh, so we will be tackling, in this episode, festive horror, Christmas-themed horror movies. And on that note, what are we drinking? Well, uh, it comes from Vocation Brewery, mm. the guys over there, great guys, <laughs> and uh, it's called Life and Death. Life and Death. We were yeah. pretty happy when we saw this one. An in, IPA. Uh, yeah. Because uh, I think we, I don't think we'll ever quite uh, plunge to the depths of <laughs> Innocent, Innocent Gun, Gun <laughs> for the Mega Drive episode, because some Mega Drive games, you use guns. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it's, 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 depending on what the topic of an episode is, it can be tough to find a matching but, yeah, but, uh, alcoholic drink. Yeah, I mean, not only is a name... 
good, but mm. the actual front cover, as it were, <laughs> of the beer can yeah. has got like a death agreement. It's very appropriate. It's and, described as mm. smooth, it has a smooth, multi backbone, and it's described as a ballsy beer, yeah. which I like. So yeah. cheers. Okay. Another sip of this. Mm. Mm. All right, so yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a happy Halloween. Mm. So, uh, yes, festive horror movies is, uh, is the topic yeah. in this episode. Uh, I'm starting off, I believe. Yes. Yes, with so, <laughs> so this is one that I think you do know a little bit about. You know a little bit about this uh, franchise, in fact, not just a film. And this is Silent Night, Deadly <laughs> Night. Yeah. Uh, so the first film was released in 1984, right. very much at the height of the uh, slasher movie boom. Um, original title was Slay Ride. Slay S L A Y. So this is the thing: is Christmas and horror? You wouldn't mm. think would. It's not really a perfect match. <laughs> no, like, like, like horror obviously is is horror, yeah. and then Christmas is meant to be a time of you know giving and and, and fun. But, but probably researching these films, mm. you know, you've discovered just there's more than you'd think. Yeah. And this was this one of the first like to do like a franchise at least. This was one of the very first, uh, yeah, festive horror mm. movies. I think in terms of yeah Christmas themed horror movies. Yeah. Uh, but you <laughs> you know you're on Wikipedia, you always get those uh, like sort of little sub wiki pages, uh, and it's like and Christmas themed horror yeah, movies yeah. is one. And, yeah, yeah, like you said, that's probably a, a longer list than you would might well, expect. I've got a few. Go on, hit me. I don't know they're about but right. the, just t- the titles, titles alone, alone just you know says Christmas Evil you know what you're pretty good there. solid Santa's Slay similar Slay to, again you know, yeah Silent Night Bloody Night oh okay but I just like the Bloody Night Bl- Silent Night Bloody Night uh, Don't Open Till Christmas <laughs> nice uh, Santa Claus like Claus you know, yeah like like yeah, sharp talents yeah. and A Cadaver Christmas <laughs> Even work. I, no, is that a pun? <laughs> I just, I just like, <laughs> like a cadaver. Right. <laughs> so yeah, a few examples there. But this is this is this. Would you say the most famous franchise? I think so. I think in terms of Christmas themed. I mean, there have been more recent uh, examples of Christmas themed horror movies. Yeah. Uh, Krampus. So. Krampus is, is one, yeah. and that was like a, a proper movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that I'm dissing Silent Night Deadly Night, uh, but I'm about to. <laughs> um, so the film is yeah uh, came out in 1984. And it's about uh, Billy Chapman, right. who witnesses his parents' murder, killed by crooks, uh, all dressed as Santa. And oh, after a... Tra- <laughs> and it's like a really dark twist on sort of Home Alone. And after a traumatic childhood uh, raised in an orphanage by the cruel Mother Superior, Billy himself grows up to become a Santa suit-sporting serial killer. <laughs> See, <laughs> Try know, saying that after another You know year. there are some people you meet in real life mm. who go, oh, I don't like Christmas, and like, mm. oh, everyone likes Christmas. Everyone likes Christmas. But even uh, though you had a horrible childhood, you still like Christmas. Billy, yeah. fair enough. You that is, like that is fair enough. Yeah, you people, have to become a serial killer. Because most people are just like, oh, I don't get all my family, and yeah. I have to drive such a long way. <laughs> just do what the rest of us do and get drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not for the driving bit, for the family bit. Yeah, just to Slade and just get yeah. on with it. You didn't have things as bad as Billy Chapman. <laughs> Memorable killings in this movie include because uh, <laughs> this is how you have to rank bad horror movies. You're not going to rank yeah. the acting. You're not going to rank uh, you know all the in- incredible mise en scène. <laughs> you're going you're to rank. It's my film studies degree then paying off at that. I hate the mise en scène thing mm. because it, that is just what's what on, you, what, what's on what camera. You can see. It's a fancy French way of saying what's on camera. What's on camera right now? <laughs> mise en scène. Mise en scène. Whatever. Uh, so memorable killings include. <laughs> Uh, hanging a rapist with a set of Christmas lights and even better this one impaling a woman on a set of deer antlers he like lifts her up and like sort of like have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre y- yeah yeah you like you know when yeah, you like, drop yeah, someone yeah. on the meat hook like that but with deer antlers so is it is Billy like uh, a vigilante Bill- vigilante <laughs> vigilante or... speaking of saying things in uh, yes, or is he French killing way. anyone because no. the first guy sounds like he's deserved it second girl so, just a woman. so right so basically he's like in love with this woman he works with right 
and uh, and then he, he sees this guy trying to rape her. And so he's like, right, I'm going to kill this guy. But then he just kind of loses his shit and ends up killing her as well and, oh. and, and going on a bit of a spree. Oh, yeah. Really? So let's check out the trailer for the first uh, film of the franchise, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Was the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Now, a couple of things there. Yeah. You were talking about Christmas not being a traditionally scary holiday, yeah. and I think that is you know borne out by the tagline of that movie. You've made it through Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Now try surviving Christmas. And it's like, well, there might be again some awkward exchanges with the relatives, but <laughs> for the most part, I think I'll be all right. When when do these films normally get released? Because do they release them at Halloween or Christmas? That's a very good question. Probably Halloween, I would have thought. Or sort of somewhere in between, sort of the nether... Not Thanksgiving. The nether, yeah, around Thanksgiving time. There's already been a Thanksgiving horror movie. <laughs> maybe, oh yeah. yeah. Maybe there has. Yeah. It's, uh, we need to look that up. So Silent Night, Deadly Night was slammed by uh, <laughs> critics at the time. Like all horror movies. Yeah. Well, yeah, like most horror movies. Um, even the great ones. So Siskel and Ebert, the famous yeah. uh, film critics, they condemned the film. Siskel went as far as to read names of the film's production crew on air, telling them, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me repeat the names of the writer and director and producers of this film. Michael Hickey wrote the film, Charles E. Sellier Jr. directed it, and Ira Richard Barmack produced it. You people have nothing to be proud of, even if you made a few bucks off of all the negative publicity. Your profits truly are blood money. And Silent Night, Deadly Night now has the distinction of joining I Spit on Your Grave as one of the two most contemptible films I've seen. And I don't mean to think it's campy, it really is mm -hmm. quite awful. I'm glad you mentioned those people's names because quite frequently they think, gee, we'll make this exploitation film, we'll be able to buy our uh, Mercedes and live in Bel Air, and nobody right. will ever know what we did. But I would like to hear them explain to their children and their grandchildren uh -huh. that it's only a movie. Yeah. I think that would be a real interesting explanation. Um, family rights groups protested the film uh, because uh, this idea of you know children's hero, I guess, being you know, portrayed as a murderer, and then they, they took, uh, or they objected to that. They, it was pulled, in fact, from well, theatres after a week. Censorship. Just a week. Censorship. Um, but still incredibly made a profit, and in its opening weekend, it outgrossed uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, which came, wow. came out the very same day. So it was, actually, huh. it was actually on course to make more money than Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, but despite being not a huge, huge box office success, uh, it went on to have a cult following. A uh, little interesting trivia nugget <laughs> that I uncovered. Uh, so the film is credited to the director, and I'm going to horribly mangle his name, but to the director Charles E. Sellier Jr. Yeah. But in fact, the film's editor, Michael Spence, shot all of the murder sequences because Sellier Jr. was uncomfortable filming death scenes. And it's like... Signed up to the wrong project, what, mate. Yeah, what am, I, uh, what am I signing up to here? And it's like, uh, well, it's a horror movie. Okay, I can do it. No worries. And it's like day one. It's like, uh, yeah, you want to start with a, with a, you know, 
a murder scene. Oh, what kind of picture have I signed up for here? I'm, a, I'm an artiste, you know? So what are you thinking? I thought I'd do it without blood. <laughs> and ironically, one, uh, one of the few positive reviews was in The Hollywood Reporter, which complimented uh, Sellier's workmanlike competence. Now, if I was this other guy, Spence, I'd be like, I think if I think if I ask my workmanlike competence, you're, uh, you're praising that. I'm, I'm workmanlike, I'm competent. I turned up. <laughs> so that leads us on to the most famous uh, yeah. film in this franchise, which is the sequel, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 2. Uh, and this time it's deadlier. <laughs> and silent. And silenter. Uh, so this arrived in cinemas three years later in uh, 1987. So this one didn't get censored. This one actually got... So this had a full uh, cinematic run yeah. released as far as I'm aware. And this follows uh, Billy's younger brother, Ricky, right. who also uh, witnessed their parents' murder in the first film. What did he just... Was he just... Or he's just right in the first film? He used to be younger, so it just you know, it took a little long, longer for the trauma to oh. set in. Uh, he, he goes on his own uh, killing spree in this, in this film. Now, so low budget <laughs> is this movie that a good proportion of at least the beginning part of the movie is just the first film. It's just, so he's, he's in a, it starts Well, no off, one saw it, so they can get <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you missed it, don't worry, here's a recap. Um, so so uh, Ricky is, starts the film in a mental hospital, yeah. uh, talking to uh, like a psychologist, doctor guy, and uh, he's just basically recapping the, the, the fall of the first movie, and he's like, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, and it just cuts like footage in from the first movie to save... Uh, to save budget. I'd love it if sequels did that today. Like yeah. Fast and Furious 8. You just, <laughs> just clips from the first seven. Hey, remember that time we fought Jason Statham? It just turns into... <laughs> uh, the, the, the film, the sort of the structure of the film, initially at least, is, is uh, Ricky uh, talking to this doctor, telling him first about his brother's crimes and then his own uh, life story. And so Ricky ended up in, in foster care with a foster family, uh, but after his foster father's death hit him hard, he goes on to commit a series of uh, random murders, yeah. killing people who he deems naughty. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's one scene in this film where a young Ricky is uh, he's, in a, he's in a park or some shit like that, and uh, he sees this guy like having a picnic with his girlfriend, yeah. and the guy gets a bit like a little bit 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 frisky, and he starts to basically uh, you know sort of physically assault his oh. girlfriend. It was really awful, awful. So Ricky steals the guy's car. <laughs> runs him over several times till the guy's like a bloody pulp and then afterwards he gets, up, gets out of the car is surprised to see the guy's girlfriend stood there and then she's like thank you and runs away and it's like I know I know he was like doing things that he definitely yeah. should not have been doing but no you question. were going out with him seemingly for a while <laughs> and this guy has just like ho- turned your boyfriend yeah. into a horrible bloody pulp I don't think pulp. he'd get over that that far I don't, th- I don't think he'd be like cheers I'd, I'd report it at the very least yeah, I think so yeah. um, so there's another another uh, famous sequence from the film in which he sees a guy uh, he's, there's this one guy beating up another guy in an alley uh, and again this you know again sort of the, the vigilante right. <laughs> vigilante <laughs> the, the vigilante theme uh, he, he executes this guy in an alley by impaling him on an umbrella yeah. and then opening up Ow. the umbrella. Uh, it's a very famous uh, horror movie kill. But then things start to look up for old Ricky. He starts dating this girl called Jennifer, but he has it's a job in a bank. <laughs> no, 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 no. But he has an unpleasant encounter then with her ex-boyfriend, uh, Chip. Oh, uh, Chip. 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 I know what a typical name, but Chip. Such an 80s jock name. Yeah. Um, and so... Already Rick- on Ricky's side. <laughs> well, will you be after this? <laughs> Ricky takes jumper cables, uh, attaches them to the guy's fillings, and then electrocutes him till his eyes pop out. I mean, 
I'll give him points for being, you know... <laughs> inventive. Yeah. It's inventive. Exactly. Um, and then, much like his brother, just absolutely loses his mind and for some reason kills his girlfriend as well, <laughs> strangles her to death with a car and then... Oh, um, he then, and I think you know where it's going, he then goes on a shooting spree yeah. through a suburban neighbourhood, uh, killing one poor man who was just trying to take out his trash in the film's most famous sequence. And now, yeah. anyone listening to this, they might know, oh, what's Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2? I've never heard of it. But I'd say there's a higher likelihood yeah. you will have be aware of this meme. I had no idea this came from mm. A, this film, but B, any sort of Christmassy film. Mm. There's nothing really Christmassy <laughs> I, I about it. Although it does make me feel all, all cheery and festive yeah. any time I watch it because it's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Classic. Hilarious. Garbage day! Poor guy. <laughs> uh, although, he's holding, like, a garbage can yeah. full of garbage. Yeah, he might Look, be alright. He might be alright. I reckon that guy was alright. Yeah. So, after going on this, uh, this spree, this killing spree, Ricky is captured, uh, placed in the mental hospital where we then find him at the beginning of the movie. Uh, but then, cutting back to the present, he then kills the doctor, who he's speaking to, uh, and, and then just kind of walks out of the hospital. Don't worry about it. He <laughs> just, just walks out. He's fine. Shit security. Yeah. Now dressed as uh, Santa, obviously, he uh, attacks the mother superior, who I mentioned earlier, the oh. nun who had raised uh, him and him and Billy, uh, and decapitates her. Uh, he's then shot down by the cops, but in the final shot of the movie, his eyes open, and he flashes a devilish grin, sort of revealing uh, that he had survived. Now, the reason that this film is so beloved by uh, fans has this huge, huge cut following even more than the first film, is the performance of lead actor in... I'm doing, you can't see, but I'm doing air, air quotes, inverted commas. Uh, the actor Eric Freeman uh, as, as Ricky. This doesn't really translate to audio, unfortunately, but someone has made a compilation on YouTube of uh, his eyebrow acting. Right. And Up there, Roger Moore? It, no, above and beyond Moore. Wow. And, I, and, you know, I'm a Bond fan. Yeah. I, don't, I don't say that lightly. It's incredible. So, I mean, you can, you can still appreciate uh, Eric's performance uh, on audio, but check this video out on YouTube if you can. Mm. It's, it's incredible. His eyebrows sort of fluctuate with every syllable. <laughs> it's incredible. You're good, Doc. But I know all the moves. <laughs> Not yet. But kindly Sister Mary was able to find me a family. The Rosenbergs. <sighs> they definitely did not get involved with Christmas. My old lady couldn't afford to send me to college. So I got a job. Too many people get away with shit like that. Punishment. You're really starting to get to me, Doc. I don't know how he did that. It would, I, I wish you could see that. It would, it would, it would, it would strain yeah. the, the forehead. You'd have like a, just a it huge... Do you have muscles in your forehead? I guess not. Look, <laughs> computer animated that. Oh. That was weird. Phenomenal. Now, um, there was a, another sequel, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. Better watch out. In, uh, in 1989, uh, Ricky, now played by Bill Mosley, oh, stalks a blind teenager with psychic powers. As, as, these, as, as these slasher movies tend to do. Uh, they just go, ah, oh, should make it supernatural. It's they fine. just go supernatural. I don't know why. It never works. It's never good. Uh, then there were two more films in the franchise, 
but they, yeah. but they don't. Oh yeah, but they don't. Five films in total. Um, but they they don't really continue the storyline. They're sort of just generic Christmas horror right. movies. Which is uh, 1990. There was Silent Night, Deadly Night Four, Initiation, <laughs> Resurrection, <laughs> Retaliation, and uh, 1991 Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, The Toy Maker, starring Mickey Rooney. Oh. <laughs> Uh, there was also a loose remake just called Silent Night in uh, in 2012, starring Malcolm McDowell, who also <laughs> played Donald Pleasance's character Loomis yeah. in the Halloween remakes yeah. from uh, from Rob Zombie. Is that all he's enough. doing now? It's just well, just wait. It's like I got, I got more McDowell trivia <laughs> coming your way. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, and and that that remake it sort of keeps the idea of a serial killer Santa, but otherwise right. it's more or less unrelated. It doesn't really right. uh, pertain. Silent Let me tell you about Christmas. It ain't all candy canes and pretty lights. I heard this story. This fella dressed as Santa. He said about killing them that was naughty. Creep. Every year, a new town. Everyone knows that story. It's an urban legend. It ain't. Christmas. The number one holiday for people going nuts. Listen, we've got a lead on our killer from the motel. He's wearing a Santa suit and a mask. Hiding in plain sight. Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night of the year. However, however, now this is really odd. So in August uh, last year, August 2015, a man named... Well, a man named Damon Michaels posted a video to YouTube claiming he had met with Eric Freeman, the star of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, uh, and that Eric had written a script which he was billing as a true sequel to Part 2 called uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Ricky Unhinged. <laughs> um, it uh, described as a, a blend of North by Northwest and The Fugitive what? fused with Death Wish with a body count that's off the scale. Uh, and this guy, this is this video of this guy, uh, Damon Michaels, uh, talking up the script. So let's just have a little blast of that. All right. Hi, Damon here. I had lunch with Eric Freeman last week. And over the course of lunch, he mentioned that he had just completed the true sequel to SNDN, Ricky Unhinged. It is a great script. I was fortunate enough that Eric gave me a copy, and I have read it and previewed it. Fantastic. The body count is off the charts, the action, the story, and I love it. I'm not supposed to let the cat out of the hat, but I think you all want to know about it. Eric is presently shopping this great script, and I sure as heck hope it gets made. Now, SNDN. <laughs> SNDN. Now, can you guess uh, the twist within the real world narrative here? Go on. Damon Michaels is Eric Freeman Whoa! in disguise. Mind There's brain. no such man as da Damon Michaels. Eric Freeman is posing as someone else to talk up his own script Eric, that he has written. It's so sad. <laughs> but I kind of like that he's actually bonkers. He, well, yeah. He's proper garbage day bonkers. I love it. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh. That's Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. Uh, okay. Absolutely, definitely worth checking out the second movie, um, or at the very least, uh, that montage of, uh, of Eric Freeman's eyebrow acting. Right, well, uh, the first of my films mm. is another franchise, Jack Frost. Now, it's a franchise? Well, there's two films. Oh, that's a franchise? Not to be confused with the 1998 comedy fantasy movie starring Michael Keaton. There's a man who dies <laughs> in a car accident that comes back to life as a snowman. Yeah, Because well, we you were talking about, we were talking yeah. about, we were prepping this, this episode and you were saying, oh, I might do Jack Frost. And I was like, oh, the Michael Keaton, yeah. the Michael Keaton movie. <laughs> I know. I don't, I don't think so, mate. I th- Horrifying in another way, but... Yeah. Warner Brothers is proud to present Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm a frozen freak of nature. And Kelly Preston. Freeze, mister. She's obviously not talking to me. In the story of a man who got a second chance to be the world's coolest dad. As long as you hold someone in your heart, you can never lose them. Jack Frost. But that came out a year after this film. (laughs) So this one clearly did not make much of an impact at all. Horror comedy film. So it's it's meant to be a comedy. Right. Right. Uh, Directed by Michael Cooney. So I've, I've kind of... I have to admit, I've only seen bits of both films, mm. but I just the, the plot alone is worth just going through bit by bit because right. it's just fascinating. Okay. So, the uh, movie takes place in the fictional town of Snowmonton. <laughs> funny, that, isn't it? That is funny. They're like, oh, if only there was somewhere real <laughs> that had snow in the name. Snowdonia? That's ridiculous. No, Snowville? Snowville. Snow, Snowmington. Yeah, that sounds legit. Yeah. So, on the week before Christmas, a truck carrying serial killer Jack Frost... His actual name is Jack Frost, yeah. right. Played by Scott McDonald, who you might know, he played Commander Dolim in Star Trek Enterprise. And he's in loads of things, as in mm. like one episode. One of, the, one of those That's guys. That's the most the famous thing he's, he's done. Right. So look him up, you might know. Um, so on the way to his execution, mm. he uh, the, the, uh, the, the truck that he's in mm. crashes into a genetics truck. Sure. Whatever that means. Toxic waste or some, yeah. some shit like that. So that genetic material... Mm causes Jack's body to mutate and fuse with mm. the snow mm. and uh, he's presumed dead and his body just melts away. Right. Really shit graphics, like awful graphics. Yeah. Um, however, when he, he then just comes back as a killer snowman and he seeks uh, revenge on the man who caught him, this sheriff guy. Of course. But in doing that, he's um, just goes off killing randoms as well. Right. Because he's a serial killer as well. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's A, trying <laughs> to get the guy who put him in jail. Right. Who, although he didn't actually go to jail in the end, you're yeah. a snowman. Just yeah. enjoy your life. Yeah. Although, is it? Are we are we looking at a sort of a frozen situation? Is he is he going to melt? <laughs> Does he have to sort well, of kill, funny, kill all his victims before he melts? Before summer arrives. Wait until the second film. Right. But I'll show you the trailer. Okay. First off. Yeah. One cold night, science and evil collide. Oh yeah. Now a serial killer is on the loose. We hadn't even tested the acid on an amoeba, let alone a human cell. This is a disaster. Look, I just saw something that doesn't belong in this world, and it's out there killing my friends. Now tell me what it is. Jack Frost. I think Jack's about to make an entrance. And he's giving cold-blooded a whole new meaning. Hey, Jack! What? You left the 710 split. Hell has just frozen over. Blow me. Jack Frost. Look, Ma! I'm a Picasso! Incredible. Now, a couple of points. Okay. 
Now, I am a Doctor Who fan, so yeah. I will accept a good proportion, a, yeah. know, a good degree of, of science fiction nonsense. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I, so I can buy him being exposed to the genetic waste and turning into some sort of snow monster. Yeah. Why has he got the little carrot nose and the little, and the little button eyes? Because Where did it, that come from? It's a weird one because it's obviously meant as a bit of a piss take. Mm. But at the same time, you can't help but take, try and get a bit of realism. It's like... <laughs> Come on, guys, there's a bit of could've, realism. It could have. In your, in your Killer Snowman movie? They could have made the snowman... I mean, you, we couldn't see that, obviously, on audio. Mm. But mm. It, it just picture a generic snowman yeah. with just angry eyebrows. <laughs> and that was it. Because you'd think they could have made like a terrifying-looking yeah, 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 monster. Yeah, yeah, ice monster, yeah. yeah. Uh, a bit of a segue, but have I ever told you about the movie, the movie Monstered? No. <laughs> which is, which plays, it's, <laughs> Already fine it's without question the worst movie I've ever seen. Uh, but it plays along similar lines, yeah. except this, I think he's a guy, and this guy's a serial killer, and he's exposed to toxic waste or some shit. But in this time, he doesn't, he's not as lucky as Jack Frost. He falls into a sewer and becomes a shit monster. And I don't mean like, well, that's a shit monster. I mean literally a shit monster. Normally we're like, yeah, check it out. Don't check it out. Nah, it's awful. you're right. Yeah, like 90 minutes of my life, I will never get back. Let me guess. You've got a giant turd man living in the sewer, dragging people down into their toilets. See, so with Jack Frost, he... Mm. What, another thing I don't understand, like, again, I know it's a comedy, it's not <laughs> but why can they not stop him? He's got yeah. no arms or legs. Yeah, he's able to just move on the we ground. Saw, we saw, though, he could, like, roll at quite a pace. Yeah, but, mm. like... How can you not stop him? Just chop his head off. Yeah. Well, turn the heat Done. up. Yeah, turn the heat up. So, um, yeah, so they say it's a comedy, mm. but when Jack is on his rampage, mm. the deaths are pretty brutal. Yeah, we've it's got not, a few. It's not like a funny um, horror. Mm. It's like when they go for the, the, the horror, it's like, mm. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, on his rampage, yeah. bear in mind, he's really just trying to get the sheriff. Yeah. Um, so he kills uh, five people at mm. some point, including this bully kid. Just because he's there, mm. and the kid deserves a bit of a slap. He doesn't yeah. deserve to be horribly murdered. <laughs> but then his like parents get murdered as well, just to just to. <laughs> well, sort of poor parenting. Yeah. <laughs> Your kids are shit. You deserve and, to die. And then the dead kid's older sister, and right. so the, the her whole family's dead. <laughs> this is played by young Shannon Elizabeth. And incredible. She goes. <laughs> you right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just. just I thought about... you were imagining American Pie again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just the fact that Shannon Elizabeth is in this movie. Is, yeah. Is, is, so is she she and her boyfriend sneak into this policeman's house. Yeah. Um, bear in mind, her family just been horribly murdered. Sure, so yeah. yeah. Been that made an orphan, and her brother's been horribly but, killed. So Jack kills the boyfriend, right? And then she's in the bath, mm. and then he sort of turns himself into mushy snow, right? Mm. So she doesn't know he's there, mm. and then he turns himself into an enormous snowman, and then just rapes her in a comedy scene. Is you're meant it? to be laughing. Mm, is that funny? He's, he's there, obviously riding yeah. up and down on her, yeah. and she's just screaming. But because he's a snowman, it's oh, funny, yeah. and then kills her. Yeah. So really, really horrid that. You watch it and just go, alright. Oh. Is this a comedy? Is this I, oh. So anyway. If you want do you want to know how this happened? How he turned into a snowman? Yes. As best an explanation as Jack Frost can give yes, you. Yes, please. I would so, like I would like to know. There's this guy called Agent Stone who mm. appears. He's a rep for that genetics company. Mm. Uh, he reveals that the human soul exists as a chemical oh. and that the acid was going to be used to contain DNA in case of a nuclear holocaust. All right. Right. What well, to preserve human souls as chemicals? Yeah. You think we would have, you know, stumbled upon that at some point? But, <laughs> yeah. All right. They attempt to destroy Jack uh, by blowing him up, uh, released by releasing aerosol cans in the police station and firing a bullet at him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. They then use blow dryers to drive Jack into a furnace. Ah, there we go. And that evaporates him. Excellent. Unfortunately, he condenses and he he kills one agent, wounds another, and then he traps the sheriff that he's trying to kill and his son 
in the car. The sheriff escapes, but he only does so by inadvertently throwing this load of oatmeal that his son had made him at Jack because, and it burns Jack's head off, but only because his son, not wanting his dad to be cold, had earlier put antifreeze in the oatmeal, thinking it's a thing to cool down his cereal. <laughs> so, 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 so if Jack had just, yeah. you know, chilled, yeah. no pun intended, yeah. and, <laughs> let, and let the guy eat the, the oatmeal, yeah. he would have died. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Oh, Jack. So antifreeze is the answer to, to killing him. Right. Um, so the sheriff fills the truck with the antifreeze. Mm. Uh, Jack chases him through the halls of a church, finally catches him, uh, almost kills the, kills the sheriff, but then the truck full of antifreeze arrives just in time, kills Jack. Right. Um, Jack melts in the antifreeze, but afterwards, obviously, even though it's buried deep underground, as one of the containers is still bubbling, so he's like, oh, okay, he's, right. he's managed to survive. I'll be back, yeah. back, back, back. So... <laughs> It's got a 7% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, I found one, one review on a website called Antagony and Ecstasy, whatever mm. that is. Uh, bad on purpose goes only as far as the filmmaker's sense of humour and irony, mm. and the creators of Jack Frost have some pretty lead-footed jokes up their sleeves. Mm. It's just... just horrible. Because, <laughs> you know, some horror films are, yeah. fu- are good because they're... Like, Evil Dead's a good example. Yeah. It's, it's comical, yeah. but great. Yeah. Whereas this is just... Yeah. Garbage, and garbage I think day. It's garbage day. I think with comedy horror as well, the comedy obviously needs to be funny, yeah. but the horror needs to be scary. Yeah. And you sort of, in a weird way, you can't really fuse the two. No. You can't, I, I don't know if that's quite right, but you, you, know what I mean? you can't make a horrific attack on a, on a woman no. funny. That's not funny. No. The horror. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. But that's not it. Misguided. That's not it. It's not the end There's of the story. Sequel. Jack mm. Frost 2, Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. <laughs> Points for that, at least. So, uh, in this one, mm. the sheriff is back and he's struggling to recover from his, his whole encounter with Jack Frost. Mm. Uh, so, to get away from the stress, his wife suggests a tropical vacation well, uh, yeah, in no, the Pacific for the wedding of his deputy. Surely um, no uh, no threat will be posed no, by no, Jack no. Frost there. because yeah, they're in Hot the, weather. Yeah, sun, yeah, sunshine. Meanwhile, the FBI has dug up the antifreeze used to dissolve Jack in the first movie, attempting to test it for remains of the genetic material. But one of the janitors accidentally spills his cup of coffee into the tank of antifreeze, Mm. waking Jack up and causing him to reform and break free. Right, so oatmeal, bad. Yeah. Coffee, thumbs up. Yeah. All right. So not only that, he's not only back, but he's Mm. back... As the same man. Mm. Why he's not back, as he says, is a cup of coffee. Why is he not back? Because the coffee yeah. monster. Yeah, why not? Yeah. So you think, okay, he's, he's alive, but he doesn't know where the sheriff is. How's he going to... He's in he's some random holiday. How's yeah. he going to find him? No, of course. What's he going to do? Take a flight? Well, he heads for the tropics due to the fact that since the sheriff was wounded by Jack in the first movie mm. and his blood dripped into the antifreeze used to dissolve him, mm. their psyche are linked. Ah, oh, of course. So Jack can think what the sheriff's well, thinking. What does he do? Roll all the way there? I don't think they ever actually explained <laughs> how he got there, but here's the trailer for the second film in Inverted Hoggers. <laughs> it's Christmas time again in Snowmonton, and they want to get away from it all. It was exactly a year ago that it happened. And that's why we should be somewhere else for Christmas. But there's trouble in paradise. Get me the head of island security. Oh, no, not the scary dude. Scary dude's already here. You got 18 bodies to explain, huh? Food poisoning. Mutant killer snowman. Jack's back, and he's still one cold son of a... Miss me? Let's get it on. Ooh, now 
Now there's something that needs a little Christmas stuffing. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> Jack Frost 2. Are you ready to scream? From Apex Entertainment. Now, don't, get, don't get me wrong. The first film did not look like any sort of cinematic no, masterpiece. But, you know. but the drop in quality there was... Stunning. <laughs> like, like the first the first one looks like a film. It looks, which, yeah, which, yeah. which I think is the kindest thing you can say. Why about some it. people like that. Yeah. As, as, as you said while the clip was playing, that looked like some sort of yeah. sixth form project, yeah. and, and like not a good one. No. Have you heard of? You probably haven't. There's a show called There's a show called Back of the Why, which was this New no. Zealand comedy back in the early noughties. But mm. the whole point of it was that they filmed it to make it look as shit as possible, right? And that's why it was funny. Yeah. That looks like they've done it. There's one bit you can see in the trailer, obviously, mm. but there's one bit where it because yeah, yeah. Jack is this obviously some I don't know how they made it mm. papier mache stupid. <laughs> But then it cuts to a bit yeah. where Jack gets punched in the face. Yeah, it's clearly just and a guy, it's just guy in a suit. suit. And it's just, just like, really? It's absolutely diabolical. <sighs> I was going to go into the plot, but I don't think there's any point, really. <sighs> Essentially, at the end... Mm. Um, Please tell me it just, you know, well, no chance of a, of a Jack Frost 3. During the credits, two sailors find us on, they're on a supply boat and mm. they uh, get crushed by this giant carrot which implies that not only is Jack alive, but he's become like, is it kaiju-sized? You know, like right. Godzilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, God. But there was rumours that there was going to be a third Jack Frost film coming yeah. out this year. Yeah. Um, Jack Frost in space. Yeah. But I wasn't sure if it was like a, a, a brand new remake or if it was the same guys right. that made the first two. Right. And I found these like weird fan sites where they, it's like a fan wiki where you upload fake films. Like it's, a, right. it's like fan fiction. Right, that's fun. But it was like Jack Frost, I'll see if I can find it. And it had weird sort of fake castings. Yeah, Jack Frost 3, The Last Coming. <laughs> that's like, wait, that's not even a pun, is no, it? No, don't not really. So. Second Coming, yeah. maybe. It's like, this, it's, so this is, this is all, at first, at first mm. I didn't see the fan of Right, so you thought this was... I thought, oh, oh it's actual, yeah. it's an actual thing. Yeah. Uh, 2016 horror comedy thriller film. Are we, con- are we 100% convinced <laughs> this is not genuine? No, it's not okay. genuine. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, and, and the, right, I'm going to read it word for word. Okay. Whoever did this mm. can't fucking write <laughs> properly. So... It's a 2016 horror comedy thriller film and was held back for long due to Christopher Allport, who is the guy who played Jack. the sheriff, I think. Right. Due to actor Christopher Allport's ports, apostrophe F-E-S, yeah. is now starring in Jack Frost 3. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> As a result, the film was seemingly cancelled but has now come back after being convinced by studios. All right. So what this I like, guy's really what I, like, what I like about this is not only have they come up with a fake film, <laughs> they've come up with, with fake behind-the-scenes backstory. The scenes, backstory Unless behind, this is all Fake behind-the-scenes dealings. Now, I can't be asked to read it all, but look how long this, this script... Look, wow. They've done a whole plot well, summary. Well, in fairness, if you're going to put that much thought into the fake yeah. behind-the-scenes controversy, you're going to put quite a bit of thought into the actual I'm plot of your the fake last, film. The last... The last uh, Paragraph. However, mm. after the credits, we zoom in on the dead body of Jack Frost and his mm. eyes blown off from the explosion open up again and wink at the crowd. Sam, who's the sheriff, died mm. by Jack with boom brain, but Eliza <laughs> is the best actress, but Jack's alive again and here we go again. <laughs> fuck me. What is, is this guy just absolutely stoned? So yeah, fuck it. I, I actually want to read the rest of that. Huh? Do, you know, do you know what? That's what I imagine uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, Ricky Un- yeah, <laughs> Unchained or Unleashed. Script. That's what I re- imagine no, Eric Freeman's no, script that. reads like. It's not only that. He's done death. <laughs> it's fake deaths in a fake film by Jack mm. Frost. He's written a load of... So, military soldier guard killed by a throat slit with carrot. 
and he's done all these and then this is this is by far the most fascinating yeah. thing about this franchise and then he's done a, a fake cast list yeah. so he's got Scott McDonald back as Jack Frost but then he's got random people never heard of yeah. and then people like Emily Browning and Mark Wahlberg and Emma Roberts <laughs> and Jared Padalecki <laughs> Jared, Jared Padalecki as hotel manager <laughs> What is the highlight, this? The highlight of his career. What is this? <laughs> oh, it's spectacular. So, there you go. That's Jack Frost for you. There you I go. want to watch the Michael Keaton film now. Make me feel better. Yeah, make me feel better. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Right, absolutely uh, a change of pace now. Um, this is possibly the one Christmas horror movie we're going to be tackling in this episode. Which is actually horror. That is, yeah, and, and, and genuinely a brilliant movie. Uh, Black Christmas. Right. Uh, this film was directed and co-written by uh, Bob Clark. Best known for... Do you know? It's not Back to the Future. No. A Christmas Story. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Two, two very different Christmas movies. One of your all-time favourites, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great. So in this film, Black Christmas, uh, a group of sorority sisters, including Margot Kidder, Lois Lane out of oh, Superman, nice. uh, they're being harassed by scary calls, uh, and then they are later stalked and murdered during the holiday season by a deranged killer hiding in the attic of their sorority house. Uh, and... It didn't invent the, uh, the the notion, but it certainly popularised it. You know, the calls coming from inside the house. Yeah. Like, that's actually said in this movie, and this movie definitely popularised that idea and, and, and that, that line, which has now sort of become a cliche yeah. at the time. You know, well, it's still kind of terrifying, but, you know, mm-hmm. at the time it was fresh. Um, and so what's interesting about Black Christmas as well, because it came out in uh, 1974, which is four years prior to Halloween. Huh? Um, Halloween very much sparked off the, uh, the sort of slasher movie craze of the late 70s and the 80s. Uh, some people consider like Psycho to be the first uh, slasher Tom. movie. Peeper yeah. Tom. Uh, Pe- Peeper Tom? <laughs> Peeping Tom yeah. is, is another example. But um, Black Christmas was definitely uh, one of the earliest and one of the most uh, influential slasher movies. It even uh, employs you know, uh, point of view shots, POV shots for the killer. Uh, much like Halloween did, and I don't know how, how accurate this is or not, but there's there's uh, talk that uh, Bob Clark uh, had a conversation with John Carpenter, who made Halloween, and Carpenter was like, "So, uh, <laughs> uh, gonna make a sequel?" And he was like, "Oh no, no, no sequel, no sequel." And he was like, "Let's just say you were gonna do a sequel." <laughs> what kind of thing are you thinking? And he was like, "Well, I guess uh, the killer would return to the house, but this time it's not Christmas, it's Halloween." Carpenter was like. Pretty good idea. I'll see you later. <laughs> what so, no, so Bob Clark claims he was like, he was like, yeah, I did Halloween, but it's cool, I'm cool with it. Yeah, don't worry. Well, but who knows how, how, how true that is? <laughs> um, but I mean, well, don't get me wrong, Jack Frost was horrifying, yeah. but this film is genuinely terrifying. Absolutely shits me up. Because they are scarier the older the films you watch, aren't they? Yeah. Because the skip. So I watched. Um, Halloween a couple of times uh, because I, I couldn't make it through. Admittedly, I probably watched it a bit too young. So the second time I watched it, I watched it on I think a DVD, and I got through it and it was fine. The first time I watched it was on my brother's uh, really ropey old VHS, but because the quality was so bad, it was almost like watching yeah. uh, snuff film. I, I didn't want to say a snuff film, yeah. but kind of yeah. yeah. It made it all the more unsettling because it was so kind of like. Yeah. Low grade and yeah, and, and gritty and horrible and terrifying. If you watch this film, you will die. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing that makes Black Christmas uh, terrifying. The other thing is that you never uh, discover who the killer is, really, or what his motives are, um, which is always scary. This idea that there's yeah. someone out there who just wants to kill you and you can't stop them, you can't reason with yeah. them. 
Um, and the killer is briefly glimpsed uh, in one sequence, which is one of the most famous scenes in the whole movie. Don't you tell what we did, Agnes. And, and you never find out what that means. What the hell does that mean? Really terrifying, really yeah. creepy. So you never discover who the killer is uh, in uh, Black Christmas. But the final girl, Jess, yeah. she ends up uh, bludgeoning her boyfriend Peter to death. Why? Because she believes him to be the killer. Oh, God. Uh, but then at the end of the film, everyone's cleared out uh, and, and, and Peter's dead. And then a figure appears and whispers... Agnes, oh. it's me, Billy. And he survived. She killed the wrong person. The real killer is still out there. I hate when it happens. But <laughs> so uh, originally offered the part of, of poor unfortunate Peter, her boyfriend who's bludgeoned to death, Malcolm McDowell <laughs> again. But he turned it down. He's all over this shit. Uh, also, a little bit of trivia about uh, Black Christmas, which is interesting. So Lieutenant Fuller, who is kind of the big, the chief cop uh, in the film, uh, he's played by John Saxon who, as well as being in one of my favourite films of all time, Enter the Dragon, <laughs> uh, he would also go on to appear in, the, uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street uh. and, uh, and two of its sequels. Uh, also, it, um, upon uh, initial release in the US, uh, the title Black Christmas was changed to Silent Night, Evil Night. Ooh, <laughs> Again, that's, that's a bit... Along some of the lines. Yeah. But because the American distributor was worried the title Black Christmas <laughs> might call... Can you guess? Bit, Some racial. Uh, they, they thought no, they thought it uh, it might be mistaken for a black exploitation yeah. movie like Funky Christmas, <laughs> literally like Sweet Christmas. Sorry, I hate. <laughs> uh, but no, um, there, there was also a uh, remake that came out. Yeah, I think. I was about to ask. quite yeah. quite a good cast. It had uh, Katie Cassidy, who's now in like Arrow and all the DC shows. Michelle Trachtenberg, who's mm-hmm. in Buffy. Um, uh, but it, it delved into uh, like who Billy was nah. and why he does what he does. It's and scary because you don't know who he is. You don't even know if that... Is he Billy? What the hell? Yeah. No, in, in this one it's like, oh yeah, he's Billy and he had a traumatic past and he was abused and that's why he's a killer. Blah, 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 blah. Don't need to know. Nah, boring. What made the original so terrifying was the ambiguity, yeah. I think. Fifteen years ago, on Christmas Eve, his family... <laughs> Became his victims. What have you done? Now. All roads and airports are officially closed. This one is not gonna let up. A group of college friends. That sucks. Everyone should be home for Christmas. Are about to discover. Lauren, we're opening up presents. Why don't you open the present we got you? Their house. I got it. Is his home. All is calm. All is bright. Who is in my house tonight? Don't you have lots of toys to deliver to good little boys and girls? You really shouldn't provoke somebody like that. And 
land on December 25th. You're definitely getting punked. Is that Santa's reindeer? All he wants for Christmas. Is Megan in her room? Is a new family he can treat like his very own. Well, from 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 genuinely shocking to yeah. just downright bizarre. You know? <laughs> this is called mm. Treevenge. Treevenge. Yeah. Excellent. Can you guess what it's about just by the title? Is it about a killer Christmas tree? Yeah, pretty much. It is, it, it, it is, is a serial killer somehow transmogrified in, into a Christmas tree that somehow can make its way across long distances despite not really having any legs, just a sort well, of stump. Whereas Jack Frost was just... A silly idea, but done really badly. Mm. This is, this is <laughs> well, that, well, that was a silly idea done really badly. This is a silly idea, mm. but done well. Because oh, okay. it's only 16 minutes long. It's a short film. Oh, short So you can watch it all on YouTube. It's mm. there. Um, but it's meant to just be silly. Mm. But when it comes to the horror, it's fucking terrifying. It delivers. Good. So it's That's what funny. I'm talking about. Yeah. It, it, what it does purposely is the first, like, ten minutes, you're actually mm. going, ah, it's funny, and mm. it? it's hilarious. Mm. By the end, you're going... Fucking hell, I need to see a doctor, that's bad. <laughs> I need to see a doctor. So, it's um, written and directed by Jason Eisner, who's mm. the man behind Hobo with a Shotgun. Oh, yeah. So, he did that for Grindhouse, mm. that little short film. Mm. Which later spun off into a full-length movie. And then he movie. ended up doing a full-length full one. Mm. Uh, and what I found interesting was, in Grindhouse, you had the guy, David Brunt, who plays the Hobo. Mm-hmm. And in Treevenge, which came out after mm. that... He comes back as a cameo as the hobo with a shotgun in Treebed. You see him briefly. Wow! So it's a, it's a cinematic universe, yeah. but only because in the yeah. in the full length hobo with yeah. a shotgun is Rutger Hauer. Yeah, Rutger like. Hauer replaces so, him in the big screen. So version. that's not part of. Yeah. Well, maybe it is part well, of Brunt, the universe. Brunt is in the big film, but only as a cameo as a corrupt cop. He's not like the hobo anymore. Okay. So it's very. So so yeah. Treebed is definitely in a in a universe with the short Grindhouse yeah. version yeah. of Hobo with a Shotgun. But possibly not no. in the with the, the major the motion picture universe. release of yeah right, okay. So anyway, Treevenge depicts Christmas from the perspective of sentient Christmas trees. <coughs> so after being ha- hacked down and shipped to homes, they are subject to humiliation by humans who decorate mm. them and make them stand in the living rooms. They fucking had enough. <laughs> and they go on a massacre and kill an entire town, uh, carbon uprising. Yeah. So. This is like that episode of Friends where Phoebe didn't want the dead trees <laughs> exactly. thrown in the chipper. Yeah. If, if this was actually yeah. happening in Friends, I'd be yeah. more on your side. So it's filmed in a style to resemble sort of 8mm film. So it right. looks like Black Christmas, ah. type, so like a 70s horror film. Mm. And it's obviously got a big homage to Cannibal Holocaust in particular. And it mm. actually uses the music from that ah. film in this. Um, and at the beginning, it's funny because you've got the trees who are quite sweet and humans are depicted as these horrible killers who are chopping them down. And the voices of the trees are actually ripped straight from the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, apparently. So I'll just show you a little clip from mm. the film of how the trees are depicted. Can't really see it so well. <laughs> you just, just hear a load of rustling, but enjoy. Really, really just to give you uh, an idea.
you couldn't really tell from that. So <laughs> with those little bits of Ewok screaming, mm. which is quite scary in itself, mm. is uh, trees being ch- chucked into a van and they're going, they're killing us all, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, we're being yeah. taken away from our homes. So in one, in it's one really hand, quite disturbing. On one hand, it is quite disturbing. On the other hand, it's quite funny as well. Yeah. Um, but then it gets to the point where it cuts to this family who are mm. just having a nice Christmas morning mm. and this is when it starts going horrible and the visuals are just horrible. Mm. So I'm going to just show you this now. Again, it won't make much sense to viewers, <laughs> listeners at home, but uh, I just want to see your reaction. All right, and, uh, all right. We'll discuss uh, yeah, we'll just, afterwards. Yeah. All right, it's Christmas morning, McMichaels. Santa Claus found you two little elves, huh? Open it up, Scout. Open it up. Just don't even worry about saving the paper. Just rip it open, Jason. Christmas morning at the McMichael house. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> Jason, your turn. Open another one, bud. Okay, open it up. Show Dad. What is it? Look, I got a chainsaw! No, no, no! No, look at me! I got a dog! No! Thoughts? Alright. So, can't explain what just happened there. I thought this was going to be a bit of a bit of a fun one after Black Christmas. So, so that was one of the most horrific horror movie sequences I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it involved. Uh, well, it started off with a young girl being sort of eaten by a Christmas yeah. tree in a horrible, her head smashed, bloody in. fashion. Her head smashing into the floor. And, yeah. uh, that was disgusting. Uh, then there was, a, I think, there was a cat yeah. being like, disemboweled. That was that was grim. Then, and I don't like eye stuff, <laughs> and there, there was the, the, the Christmas tree that sort of fed its, its I don't know what you branch. call it, its branches through into a woman and a man's mouth. And then their eyes. Or through into a woman's mouth, popped out of her eyes, yeah. uh, then in through his eyes, then out through his mouth, and then sort of drew them together in a really kind of macabre, horrible, bloody and that's the spirit of Christmas. Oh, God. Merry Christmas. One and all. God bless us, everyone. Well, that's it for this week's Well, that really is it for this. On that note, I'm glad I've got a drink. Jesus. Uh, no, that, that is... But do you know what I mean? That, fil- that film, I think, was trying to make a point of going, yeah, this mm. is funny. No, it's fucking not smart. <laughs> it got loads of awards, though. Loads of, I'm like, sure. Short film awards and stuff. Impressive, yeah. you know, effects work, if, yeah. if nothing else. Something that I, just before we wrap up that I wanted to give a shout out to because it's kind of pertaining to what we've been talking about is um, uh, Inside Number Nine, yeah. which is a great uh, kind of horror, comic horror anthology uh, series that airs on BBC Two by uh, Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton, who from the League of Gentlemen and many other things. Yeah. Um, and they've got an episode coming out this Christmas, which is kind of uh, based on the story of the Krampus called The Devil of Christmas. Oh. And again, not only is it kind of the comedy horror thing, but uh, it's in the style of like a 70s horror and they actually shot it with old oh, old fashioned cameras they use them so you, you see it and it actually looks yeah. like an old TV show it looks like Sapphire and Steel or something I don't it's know why people don't do that more often when they're trying to do that kind of thing it's a great idea yeah. because it's like how did they get it looking like yeah. that they literally used old cameras it looks incredible I, I can't wait to see see the whole thing and John's a third night my god if you are still not mended he will come for you. It goes on about this speech. Chains stuffed into his sack and hurled down into the flames of hell. Typical Friday night in Berkhamstead, eh, mummy? His eyes. Something about his eyes. Like he knows something. Everything. Oh! <laughs> 
Well, I think we'll stick with good old Father Christmas if it's all the same with you, Klaus. <laughs> now, come on, everybody. Let's go and unpack. Come on, darling. Well, uh, that is it for this episode and indeed for Two Geeks Entirely in 2016. Uh, thanks as ever for listening. Don't forget, you can find all 24 of our yeah. previous episodes, including our 24 episodes, yeah. <laughs> on our website, which is uh, twogeeks2beers.com and also on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. And just thanks in general, really, for anyone who's listened to our stuff this year. Mm, yes, we're, indeed. We're technically into our third year. Are we? Next year. God, I'm old. Technically. Technically. Yeah. Uh, also, obviously, on Facebook and Twitter, mm. which is at Two Geeks Cast. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, coming up, actually, in 2017, we have a few interesting experiments mm. planned. Don't panic. <laughs> um, but, but we might, once in a while, sort of veer away slightly from the established uh, Two Geeks format. But, for the most part, it will be just the two of us, sat alone. Moaning about stuff. Moaning and having a drink. Uh, so... I do have something to end on. Go on. Uh, as it's Christmas mm. and horror. Mm. Christopher Lee did that uh, heavy oh, metal album. perfect. A heavy metal Christmas. Yes. So uh, to Christopher who died, it was last year now. Yeah. It? Crazy. Um, is our little tribute to him and Christmas and all things horror. Yeah, so, cheers. Uh, Merry, cheers. Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs>